What was that? Oh! Oh, look at this tiny box! Oh, it's so tiny! Oh, I'm gonna call you Tiny Box Tim. You're gonna come with me on an adventure, Tiny Box Tim. Well, hey there, boys and girls. It's Joe here. One half of the Drunk in Your House uh, duo of podcasting. Uh, back with another unboxing video. And we are going to unbox in this month's that wrestling club crate. Yes, you see it there. And uh, we're going to find out what kind of awesome goodies we got. It's got to be some cool stuff. And I bet you're asking right now, Joe, I'm watching this video. I'm on the fence. And I don't know if I want to get a crate. And I'm going to sit here and I'm going to tell you, you should. Okay? And if you want to, you go to that wrestling club dot com and uh you can get a subscription and uh they got different sizes this is the heavyweight box this comes with all the cool stuff uh they got a cruiserweight box with some cool stuff in it and they even got a little uh pin subscription you get a pin every month that's pretty neat too um you can do a full-blown subscription you can skip month if you ain't got the funds uh, and if you just want to buy a box and try it out, then, hey, you can do that too. So, but any further ado, as I'm sitting here talking about stuff, let's find out. And we're going to do this like we did the last time. I'm going to open it up from, uh, from the back. And, uh, we're going to surprise, surprise ourselves with, uh, all the fun stuff that's in there. So, let's see. Da -da -da -da. Alright, what do we got first? Oh, ho, ho. Well, I feel a t-shirt. Let's see what the t-shirt is. A pretty legit Brutus the Barber Beefcake t-shirt. I'm not even going to lie. That's probably the coolest beefcake t-shirt they will ever come out with. Honestly. Uh, that's so cool. I kind of like it. I dig it. Oh, that's the card. That tells me everything that's on there. I don't want that yet. Dun -dun -dun -dun. And we've got... A DVD. <gasps> the Kevin Steen Show with Adam Cole. I am actually legitimately marching after this kind of. <laughs> uh, I always saw previews for the Kevin Steen Show from uh, HighSpots.com, and uh, was always kind of interested. Want to see what's, uh, you know, to see the interviews and stuff like that. So that is actually really awesome. I like that. And I'm feeling, and ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now, I think I'm already at seven pop vinyls, and now I'm going to be at eight when I get this cool, da da da, Sergeant Slaughter pop vinyl. Another pop to add to the collection. That is actually pretty legit. There's all the cools. I got a Slaughter. I feel like they got different ones for everybody, but... I got a slaughter. Ain't no, ain't no hate on that one. And uh, we get a cool Jeff Hardy print. I like it. I like it. We've got the autograph of the month. It is Elias. Who wants to walk with Elias? I do, but that's okay. That's actually really cool. And it's even got a printed number on how many you sang. That's pretty awesome. Alright, and I think that's it. Oh, nope, we got one more item. And we talk about the pins, we talk about the cool 
Chris Jericho pin. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. To see a video version of this clip, head on over to youtube.com slash theshellpod. Give us a subscribe button and click the bell for notifications. If you enjoy what you're hearing, there's many ways to support us. iTunes, Podbean, SoundCloud, as well as YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, and all sorts of social media platforms, as well as supporting us monetarily, if at all you're willing. PayPal.me slash shellshocknow. Undisclosed location, if I can talk correctly, and middle of nowhere comes drunk in your house, and Hello. we're doing this Tuesday in July. <laughs> so, inside story about doing this Tuesday in Texas, aka this Tuesday in July. Because I'm dumb. Yeah, Zach's kind of stupid, and uh, he didn't read the title of the show. He just didn't knew, remember the title. Didn't remember. Okay, my bad. Didn't remember the title of the show, so he pretty much sent me... It was me... like, rant... I was like, what's the most random pay-per-view I can think of? It's clearly <laughs> this Tuesday blank. This Tuesday <laughs> blank. Yeah, I was like, something. I don't fucking know. Texas? July? I don't know. <laughs> it's somewhere. It's a, either a state or a Texas, month. July, you know, it kind of works. It's either a state They're or a month. They're both hot. <laughs> yeah. Texas is hot, July's hot, so... It's a double whammy. Know. They both have guns. And firecrackers? Yeah. And, uh, prostitutes? Freedom. Strippers. Freedom. Freedom. Murph. Freedom strippers. And, well, we're sitting here, we're gonna review this Tuesday in Texas, because Zach's a dickhead and makes me wanna do this. Which is funny, cause, like, it's a Why good show. Shit. You were the one that suggested <laughs> I suggested me. it, you could've said, fuck you. Oh, okay. Well, no, I was <laughs> like, I'm gonna be a nice friend and I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes and I'm gonna let you do it. Cause, you know why? At the end of the day, we're doing night or we're doing thunder. God damn it. We're going to do a Thunder. Prep your life for Thunder. Getting Never know. Getting a 24-pack. You know what? It's going to be Christmas. I'm going to... For Christmas. For Christmas. You're <laughs> doing the first episode of Thunder. All right. All right. Two 24-packs. Let's do this. Okay. No, take that back. We're not even going to do Thunder. We're going to do every fucking Mike Enos match. <laughs> ever. Mike Enos. Mike Enos. 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 All right. Anus. Speaking of that, we also came up with the conclusion that Kenny Omega power bottom. Breaking news, guys. Breaking breaking buttholes in Zach's world. So, yeah, let's kick it. Let's kick it off. Uh, uh, there was a bunch of. Where's your phone, guy? Where's your pocket. phone? Get it out, Mister Wikipedia. Not Mister Wikipedia. Get them dark matches. The shit. Them we dark see. matches. Here. Oh, our oh. producer. Our oh. producer gave us notes. <laughs> Thank you, producer. Um, our guest, but okay. Uh, do you want to be guest? <laughs> I was waiting for an introduction. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were silent there the whole time because you didn't want to. Okay. I was waiting for the intro. <laughs> we're here. We're here, everybody, with uh, the CEO, the boss man, the Vince McMahon of Shell Shock Network, uh, Greg. Someone go, uh, I'm sure someone's going, like, wow, they sound like crystal clear. That's because I brought my microphone. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're investing. This is guys. the highest production value you're going to get. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> What was the reason you picked Tuesday in Texas? This is a Did great say, question. Didn't you say it was like you wanted to see like roidy pro? Because we or were, ta- yeah, we were talking about um, like Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 6. Six, and all this stuff. I was like, I miss cocaine fueled rants. 
about opponents. I feel like this was the wrong show to pick, though. Truthfully, Honestly. and I was just looking for a weird random title. Oh, the you got that part down. I did. did, but yeah, I mean, I was surprised you didn't go big event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of course, like the drunk in your house thing is just out. We weren't talking world. about Hogan. We were talking about Warrior. Yes, because I sent he he didn't know he goes hey uh. Intro can idea, we have a war- can we have a warrior intro for uh, when when my spot comes on for the WrestleMania anthology? I said, I already got your fucking cover, dude. I got the the the, the airplane promo. He goes, what what's that? And I sent and him I, the promo. I sent it, and as soon as I saw like his makeup gimmick, I was like, I know which one he's doing. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, what was it? it wasn't Hogan? He, he said, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hogan. <laughs> I can't even do it justice. Oh, oh, Hogan. But I do like I do like the well, we'll get sneak peek <laughs> of this WrestleMania. Is, when have we things. not gone off the rails? We, this well, is our show. This yeah. is how we do, honestly. But I wanna sp- just say this <laughs> is until like April. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck dude. <laughs> They're not gonna March, remember. April? Yeah. 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 No. I like the uh the one where he's in the locker room, like it's what, two, three matches before and he does the Hulkamaniacs and the Warriors and, like, scares the shit out of Sean Mooney and pushes him out of the way or something. I shit. do remember that. <laughs> Jeez. All right, so uh, this was your choice because it's funny, too, because you chose something without the Warrior in it. <laughs> Go fucking figure. I was just... Macho Man's in it. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, so, this, this They're both cocaine and dark coffee. Pro, dark Savage, though. <laughs> this was Dark Savage. This was dark fucking Jake. And Jake's Oh, I was so great. It was so great. This is the only thing, and we'll get into it more, but this is the thing that kills me, is that if he wasn't in such a bad place at that point in time and was trying to get the fuck out of the company... This would have been his push. Not even his push. This could have been a masterpiece, but they fucking ran through this like nothing. Like, this wasn't meant for Jake to go over. This was meant to make Jake look like a crazy motherfucker yeah. while putting Savage over you know getting yeah, Savage, Savage over level yeah. and Jake could have fucking did a handy job you know a hand Whoa. fucking not handy, handy job, job. <laughs> he could have did an amazing job at you know presenting this as like okay here's how we'll do it this Tuesday in Texas which is stupid they should have never did it at this Tuesday in Texas they should have originally did it Survivor Series well at the same time though you gotta have the, you gotta <laughs> We'll do something for this pay-per-view, being it's a pay-per-view that's not the big five, so you got to have these matches on here. Well, the right. fact about this pay-per-view is that they chose Tuesdays because no one else was doing pay-per-views on Tuesdays. So they were like, we're going to get the Tuesday crowd when everyone has to work Wednesday well, yeah, <laughs> at okay, like honestly, fucking at, well, at this point, 7 to 9 o'clock. Right. Well, <laughs> at this point, it was... To, uh, Survivor Series wasn't even Sundays at that point. Nope. No, it was every Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and Thanksgiving Eve. Yep. SummerSlams were Mondays. That's oh, really? right. SummerSlams were Mondays. Mania Sundays was Sundays. Saturdays. Was Sundays. Rumble, I think, was the first one. Might have been a Saturday. I think the first one was a Monday. Actually. Was a Monday? Yeah, yeah. it might have been a Monday. And then they did odd days for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and like the pretty much the Survivor Series that year was a. $30 Tuesday in Texas ad. Yeah, pretty much. much. <laughs> Give That's us an extra $30. <laughs> right. The only matches that you got really interested oh. about was um, Hogan mm. versus Taker and then maybe that first Survivor Series match with Flair and yeah. Piper on different teams. But that was it. And that ended in a fucking schmaz. Yes. And it was pointless. So, before to interrupt for a moment, uh, so 
probably like, why is Greg here? <laughs> so, <laughs> undisclosed list. Yes, so the reason, we taped some stuff for our Shellpod 100th episode, and I figured, being I was already here, Joe and Zach were going to... Sh- uh, Shit the bed. As a girl monsoon <laughs> said, no, as girl monsoon says, Pearl Harbor me with the offer. Hey, Greg, you want to do the show with us? <laughs> so as soon as we made, as soon as they made those plans, I immediately watched Tuesday in Texas and wrote notes down and everything. It's amazing. Other uh, point is, it's only like less than an hour, so that's two hours. Reason I it's about it. two hours. It was is an it easy watch, dude. It's an easy watch. I re- so th- that was the reason why I really enjoyed it because the two matches were good. It's the the Brett Skinner. And uh, Jake set the, the match itself was fine, but like it was great. everything around it was great, um, and it was short. The Hogan Taker match for me was fun because I like the old the cheesy Hulk, Hulkster spots. I, I'm like, <laughs> but I can't. I mean, I, unless you want to read the notes, uh, I oh no, sir, uh, these are yours. <laughs> I, I can just see you like squinting trying to read it because like once I I had Donald read notes on a show. Uh-huh. And they were all Japanese names, and he was like, "Shinsuke Nakimura and Hiroshi." It's like he was so bad. I was like, "Oh, dude, it's Tanahashi, brother." So, well, okay, it's just like when you came in for our beautiful Great White North, Great White North's fucking review. You brought the notes. You came ready as the professor, and that's what we like. Oh, yes. Don't okay. expect this all the time, people. No! <laughs> we got lucky here. Um, it but just so happened to fall together. It did. It really did. He had did. an ulterior motive for being here. Because he's got his beautiful notes. Zach's got Wikipedia out. Thank and you. your Wikipedia's wrong, by the way, because the is. dark matches. That's way... That's not even... A, that wasn't even on the card. Many. Yeah, that was not that was on that wasn't the card. No, I got the cage. Really? I got the cage match results. It's true because they talk about I think uh, oh is it OSW when they were doing the yeah. Hulkamania uh, storyline? Yeah, yeah. When they went through this Tuesday in Texas, that shit didn't match up because they talked about the dark matches in that video, and none of that shit was there. Yeah, because like w- Wikipedia said like LOD and Nasty Boys were there. I was like, I don't think LOD comes until like ninety two. No, they were in the company. 91? Okay, so I could... Okay, they, then. Yeah, I think they showed up in 90. They leave. Right at the end of 90. Okay, they... They, they leave, they, like, by a couple years. In 92, okay. yeah, because this is right around... Maybe. Yeah. But, yeah. Unless, well, because they show up at WrestleMania 9, so... No, they don't. No. I swear to God, they eight. do. Eight. Is it they eight? Eight. Yeah. Because I thought it was outside. Yeah, well, they show up unless you're thinking SummerSlam on the motorcycles... Maybe. Yeah, maybe. That was our last match because then fucking the Hawk went to Japan. Yeah. He's like, good day, bye, bye, bye. Hawk, More Hawk money. Hey, Kensuke. <laughs> Let's get it on. Kensuke, as they called him. Kensuke. That was their pet name for him. That's my pet name for Zach. So, Anyways. What's up, Kensuke? Um, Widow's Peak. Alrighty then. But, uh, yeah, no, it was. it is a really easy watch, honestly. Um, well, The IC title match was great. The thing I noticed, well, just from watching it, and the uh, the other thing is it's kind of front loaded, or maybe it feels front loaded because I guess Brett's it is. not not as big as he match would quality become. wise. It's yeah, front-loaded. it's front loaded match yeah. quality wise because you get that, and then is it Savage? It's Savage Jake. Right Jake. Yes. Yep. Okay, here's the thing: the first match with Brett, amazing. They right. got time, and that's kind of a surprising thing mm-hmm. for who his opponent is. Yep. Um, Jake and good match. Randy, Savage. okay, well, no, Jake and Savage should have gotten a little more time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
because not much, more, not much more, but it should have, honestly, in my opinion, if Savage was going to win, he needed to win by the skin of his teeth. Not an elbow. Like the, the Think another Harvard. couple minutes? Well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But, like, I've got issues with it. And oh, then yeah. it gets even worse for Saturday Night's main event. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I have in my notes, this is the first attempt after establishing the Big Four for another pay-per-view by the WWE. What was interesting is Survivor Series was essentially a $30 ad for another $30 pay-per-view. In, and I wrote, I didn't mean this, I, I wasn't being funny, I wrote TIT. Tuesday in Texas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was reading the notes too, and I was like, "He just wrote tits. <laughs> boob." So literally, the first where Tuesday, were boobs? Literally, the first Tuesday after Survivor Series was the pay per view. The event emanated from Freeman Coliseum in San Antonio, allegedly selling out at eight thousand peeps and a buy rate of four hundred thousand. Yeah. Now, that's a hundred thousand more than Survivor Series, five thousand less than SummerSlam. Uh, and 40,000 less than Mania, which is a shoe in because it's Mania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it shares the same buy rate as Royal Rumble. See, the narrative I always got was this show flopped. Yeah. This show did great. It did great. It's not a case that it flopped. I think it was. Is that counting for the Tuesday? Were they doing replays at that time? I think they just started. Just started doing replays. Yeah. Does that count both replays and first time? That's boxes? a good point. Because I, if I'm not mistaken, I think they were. I don't know if that was the number for total between replays and everything. But yeah, realistically, looking at the numbers, it didn't flop. I think it was just, um, what do you call it? I think people were having issues with the fact that there was a pay-per-view on a back Tuesday. Back-to-back. Yeah. Well, and it back was so close. Too. And back-to-back, because nobody was buying. They, I think they thought with what they were putting on this card that they were going to make fucking huge numbers, like really big numbers. And as good of a number as that is, I think they were looking at, like, SummerSlam numbers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, really big numbers. And when they realize, oh, shit, we kind of screwed the pooch on both Survivor Series by making it a giant ad and then doing this Tuesday in Texas and nobody's really buying it, you know what I mean? Or it's not the numbers that we want, there's no point. Because that sounds, those numbers sound great. Those numbers sound great now, but I'm assuming by, like, 91. $30 was a lot. <laughs> well, right, but, like, in 91... With that buy rate, it's probably like, oh, that's probably dog shit, you know, compared to what they're used to of just doing the big four. But didn't you say Royal Rumble did less than this show? No, Royal Rumble uh, matched it. Matched Matched it? it. Yeah, Survivor Series did less. Survivor Series did 100,000 less. That's not... Well, that's not weird because this is in December, correct? Yeah, that's a po- piss poor period for wrestling. Yeah, piss poor period. Then you go into January where you just bought two pay per views. If you were dumb enough to buy two pay per views, yeah. you're not gonna buy. You're not gonna buy it. Actually, uh, you could make the argument it's piss poor for WWE because WCW fall and winter were their hot period. It's true. That's like well because Starcade Star- seasons and all that. Halloween Maybe Havoc, like, yeah. and then you go into Starcade. Oh yeah, and. Then what? You got Super Bowl, and this is like early period. I'm not even adding on like all the bullshit that they would sold out, later sold do. out, and World War Three, and no. Oh. oh, we're doing one of those two. Oh yeah, we're gonna do Halloween Havoc '98. Like, there's gonna be a period where you and I just pick shitty things That's to Halloween. do. '95 <laughs> is uh, Halloween Havoc '98. We're watching '95 with fucking Yeti, the Humps, the Yeti, the Yeti, back fucking. Oh my god, we can just pick any Halloween Havoc, honestly. Oh yeah. Some are good, and some are the Yeti. We're just gonna pick... Sh- it's gonna be... It could be a series for Drunk in Your House, 
someone just picks a shitty pay-per-view to make the other one watch. We'll just, or pick a show. It, we'll just watch it every Halloween. Let's we'll just pick a shitty one. Yeah, no, Halloween. Trek in your house Halloween edition. Halloween edition. We'll watch shitty Halloween now. We can watch 99. We're fucking... Sting defense the title against yeah. Goldberg out of nowhere. No, that wasn't real. Let's put the title up as a vacancy. What's the one Fuck where off. Sting and Robocop are a thing? Or is that's that a Wrestle War. That's Wrestle War. That's a whole well, shit. You, guys, you guys are set for the next 12 years <laughs> for Halloween Havoc. Yeah, we're good. Oh, yeah. We'll have shows every fucking Halloween. So, Zach, if you still have Wikipedia pulled up, I'd love to hear this. Because, like, here, are the, here were the reported dark matches. The Harris Brothers defeating Brian Costello and Brian Donahue. I love the fucking Harris Brothers will not go away they on won't. these cards. I hate the Harris Brothers because just... Ah! Right. Wonder shit. They and two, shit. they're Nazis. <laughs> they are neo-Nazis. They have tattoos. There's a TNA pay-per-view where one of them was wearing a neo-Nazi shirt. I do remember this. I just can't stand them. So they're go- just garbage people. They are, they're not. Yeah, good. They're terrible people. They're well, fucking shit. Wrestlers. They didn't make. They didn't make a name for themselves. So no, they did. They're nobody. In a wrong way. Wrong <laughs> way. Well, I'm just saying. As far as wrestling is concerned, when you mention the Harris brothers, besides someone going neo Nazis, most people go who? Or you say the Harris brothers and you go TNA. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like what they they've had a million gimmicks. The Blue Brothers, the Bruise Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, Patrick and Gerald, Creative Control, oh, and WCW. God, I hated Creative Control. Oh, and then weren't they uh, security for TNA in the early days? Sounds like it. Yeah, because like they're, when Piper uh, sh- shot on uh, Vince Russo, they yep. came down to uh, defuse the situation. Jesus or Christ, we could just do an episode on Piper shooting on Russo. You do an episode on NWA TNA. That shit's great. It is. Great. I love the Asylum years so I much. Do. <laughs> well, that matches on here. Heats up, man. Yeah. So, yeah, the Harris brothers defeated. The Bryans. Okay, the Bryans. Okay. Like, was named Donahue. Were they on Donahue? <laughs> at I don't know. Period of time, I feel like they were. Donahue like shit on wrestling. So my, my next match is Sir Charles defeating uh, Dale Wolf. Dale Wolf. Who the fuck? Are these two <laughs> I don't know. And then That's my next one, Chris Walker defeats Brian Lee. Hard body. Which one was hard body? Was that a smoke? Chris Walker. Is that hard body, Chris Walker? It's. Sounds right. Am I... That's that's the dude who, if I'm not mistaken, was he the man who sued WCW and then also got arrested for prostitution or some shit? <gasps> or like Dungeon Girls? Like he had Dungeon Gasp Girls? in Spanish. I'm not fuck? kidding. I'm not fucking kidding. Hard body Chris Walker. Look that shit up. I'm going to have to Google, Google that later. I could be wrong, but I... Okay, so we're matching that. up so far. Chris Chains defeats J.W. Storm. I have Chris Chavis. C-H-A-V-I-S. Oh, Chavis, not Chains. It's Chains. It's Chavez. It's Chavez. It's Emilio Estevez. <laughs> Versus that other guy. Emilio. Chavez. Chains. Whatever. It's Chains. Same thing. Okay. Chains. We'll, we'll, we'll do him a favor. Give him a cooler Jim, last name. Jim Duggan and Sergeant Slyer defeat Barry Horowitz and Luis Spicoli. First change, I have Greg Ballantyne versus the Brooklyn Brawler. Oh. <laughs> Neither match sounds... I'll take the Rolly Spicoli. <laughs> okay? Also, that's a name. That's a, that's a, that's a thing now that they're trying to make. Is, you know how uh, Velveteen Dream does that rolling uh, Death Valley driver? Yeah. They Spicoli call it, driver, yeah. Yeah. Rolly Spicoli. That's what we need to call it now. Rolly Spicoli. El Matador defeats uh, Mustafa. Nope. Got nasty boys on the Bushwhackers. Oh. And they have a time because... What was it? 
four, one through four don't have times. <laughs> okay. Because they weren't real. The Berserker defeats Barbarian. Oh, God. Uh, Ric Flair defeats Roddy Piper. That's the last match, because, like, that's so weird. Why we, Why was that, that a bad match? Yeah, that also upset me, is you put on this card DiBiase fucking and fucking Repo, Repo Man versus, versus El- Virgil and, and fucking Tito Santana yeah. instead Pulling of Ric double Flair. Duty. Right, you want a yeah. good fucking buy rate? Put Piper fucking... Flair instead of that <laughs> garbage fire with the and rest that of the would cards. Have been a it would have solid been card. Like, that would have been a great card. Great I can't card. imagine them to. I'm trying to figure out how would they get the card out by, after Survivor Series. Was there a show in between? Either that or they pre planned yeah. it. No, yeah, All American. It's like, because I'm trying and to think. Superstars? Okay, so there was some time in between Thursday and that Tuesday. And that Tuesday, because you had Superstars during the weekend on, um, what do you call it, uh, throughout syndication and shit like that. Yeah. And then you had All American on. Was it All American at that time, or was it uh, Prime Time? It was Prime Time still, yeah. right? So you had Prime Time, so they would promote it on Prime Time. I figured. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, but before that, before the Flair Piper, I also have the New Foundation defeating Brooklyn Brawler and Kato. Oh. <laughs> Let me explain to you. Oh no. The New Foundation. Also, we should take a minute. Jim Neidhart. Rest in peace, Jim Neidhart. Clink the beers. Not the clink, beers. Clink, Not clink, the real ones. clink, clink. Um, the new foundation. How about no? How about, <laughs> how about yeah? How about, how about no? yeah? Boo. We're going to go there. No. New. Anything with new in front of it from WWE, WWF, whatever the fuck you want to call it, is not a good idea. Well, okay. They're about to go in to have a pretty decent opening match. At Rumble '92, yes, against uh, Orient Express, right? Yes, and it's not original Orient Express, is it? Or is it? No, I think they were. I think they were Express. bad. I think they were bad company, like bad company with like Paul Diamond under a mask. Right. Okay. Well, that was that not the same team that faced the Rockers the year before at Rumble? Oh, at Rumble at Mania, I know it was Kato and Tong Tanaka. Pat Tanaka, right? Yeah, Pat. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, yeah. So I think this was Paul Diamond and Pat Tanaka as bad, co- you know, and not as bad company. I always see... Versus the new foundation. I always think of the new gen, new gen project podcast bit about Pat Tanaka because there's a WCW pay-per-view. He comes out wearing a tiger mask mask as El Gato. Yes. And someone goes... <laughs> and there, that was a running gag on new, new gen was uh, Pat Tanaka under a mask. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what it is. Pat, but of course they're British Pat Tanaker under a mask Pat Tanaker <laughs> well here's the thing okay cause you look at uh, the year before uh, mm-hmm. they looked great uh, or in Express not in those costumes and then you wait no wait until Rumble 92 and Pat Tanaka is in jammies like he's in <laughs> oh like, yeah he's, he's covering the fat boy coming out to well, Bolnacano's theme new foundation dude they use that for every Asian ever after what 90 I don't think he's racist. I just think he's stereotypical. I think he's racist. You think he's racist? I mean, let's be honest here. We're in 2018. How many black champions can you name? Uh, Booker T with the peanut brittle. Uh, The Rock. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Lashley with the ECW title. If you technically want to count it? Yes, because it's a world title. Okay. So we're at three. Ezekiel Jackson, the last ever ECW champion. I'm not going to cut. Okay, we'll go. We'll go with it because 
by that point, it wasn't even a fucking world title. It was just... Oh, silver, it was the silver title. It was the silver hunk I do of shit. Lo- I do love that silver hunk of shit, Do you like though. that silver hunk of shit? It was different! There it wasn't looked- any silver belts! <laughs> it looked good on Christian, I'll say it that. It did. And I saw that Matt Hardy figure that's coming out with the belt. I was like, give to daddy. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Awesome. Matt Hardy with ECW title. Okay, I'll count, I'll, call, I'll count Zeke. Okay. I'll count Zeke. So that's four. Tangent. Four. Before we continue our Vince is racist or not. <laughs> so, there's a... Razor Ramon figure that's from the promos when he's sitting at the fucking thing and spits the that apple. Yeah, yeah, the I want it. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I want the HBK too. Oh. <laughs> and I don't collect. They got the uh, at Walmart. They got the Medusa and Doink that comes with the Heartbreak Hotel set. Yeah, so, yeah, you got to rebuild yeah, yeah. it. So yeah. what are we doing here? Oh, well, the, let's get ready to go. Yeah. No, okay. Um, so you got four at this point in time. <laughs> yeah. Correct? How many more? Yeah, that sounds about right. There's four. Yeah, there's four. How many? Uh, <laughs> How many Latino uh, world champions were there? Okay, there's Eddie. Eddie. Pedro. Yeah, that's right, Pedro. Pedro what? Pe- but do they know Would what you count Italian as Hispanic? Technically no. is, but... It's not. Okay, fine. That's, Italian is like, it's its own ethnicity, but it's basically like a white dude with a tan. No offense. <laughs> Slight tan. White dude Slight that tan. speaks Spanish. <laughs> Italians don't speak Spanish. Oh, they don't speak Italian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like Tyree Pride with oh, I speak shit. I speak Bahamian. That's <laughs> not even drunk. <laughs> okay, so we got Pedro, we got Eddie, Chavo, since we're counting ECW yes, titles. Yes, that's right. Um, was there any world champion? Ray, Ray, Ray Mysterio. Ray. Um, that's about it. But Vince didn't pick. I could argue Vince didn't pick those guys. The Booker picked those guys. Vince, uh, Vince had the fucking yeah. Vince Vince said, like, he, yeah. Hate, he hated some of the ideas. It wasn't the Booker, but like he was like, final say. Final right. say. He uh, like okay. he hated the Ray as champ idea. He yeah, hated that because that he was that, capitalizing. Right. That, I Mark got going. shit all Mark over. Henry was another world champion multiple Mark times. Henry. In fact, yeah, because he won ECW title and world title. Yeah, and then go. And then, like, I, so I assume your next one is, like, Japanese, which I don't... Japanese? No. Nobody. Unless you count the NXT title with Nakamura, but no. Nope. That wasn't a, that wasn't called a world title. It's called the NXT title. Right, and if you... It's difficult and technical... Or, it's difficult to try to explain it, because I guess you could technically go by that, but it's not, because it's not Vince. Yeah. Brand, you know what I mean? That's, that's all fucking Paul Levitz. <laughs> Paul Levitz, I forget about that. It's all Paul Levitz. That's you know doing that shit. So your boy, Nakamura, uh, your boy, your boy Paul, your boy Paul, your boy Paulie, Uncle Paul, Papa Paul. Um, so you can't you can't count Nakamura as a champion. And I don't know about this, but how many times has he gotten a shot, and how many times has he won? <gasps> Goose egg. He's probably not going to, sadly. That, and that's so surprising. I, I I thought he was winning it in Chicago. I thought he was winning it in Chicago too. Unless it's homegrown talent, you ain't getting shit. Unless and, you're AJ Styles. Mm, what's AJ? AJ. I know. Unless you're AJ, who has a bargaining chip. I don't know what bargaining chip. Okay, but well, he's, he's AJ. That's his bargaining yeah, that's chip. that's his bargaining well, chip. Well, here's, here's such a fucking weird thing with it, too. So, <laughs> AJ is a great example of, like, how homegrown talent... Kind of has Hulk Hogan. <laughs> like, AJ has not necessarily, like, Hulk Hogan Where is Hulk Hogan. this? No, Let him his finish. chip. I gotta hear this. His chip. So, is Hulk Hogan Styles? is AJ Styles. <laughs> I got where you were going with it. That's I what don't I meant. think so. Honestly, I don't think so. Or I think I think that they're he's in a good position because he earned it. Honestly, right. 
But I think the reason that he stays in that position, and this is just strictly theory, and it'll go into a weird fucking place, <laughs> is because he's a fucking he's a power crazy bottom? person. He's a crazy person. <laughs> AJ Styles is a crazy person. He's a hardcore Christian. No offense, hardcore Christians. Uh, he's also a heavy fucking Republican. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess that wins Vince, too. Yeah. Because Vince is... Because his old lady happens to be a part of that cabinet, if you know what I mean. Didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, well, Vince's Linda's... old lady. I thought you meant AJ no. Styles' old lady. Linda's... I was like... <laughs> Linda's, Linda's a part of, what is it, small business bullshit or something like that? And I don't know, Flat Earther? Yeah, there's a rumor he's a Flat Earther. <laughs> right. But oh, I don't Jesus know Vince Christ. is. You know what I mean? Like, is I Vince think a Flat Earther? A... We a need chance. to find out. Right. Does he think, paste because he thinks the world like, is flat? I, I have my own theories, too, about how Cena stayed on top for a long time. It's because he was a fat chaser. Like a chubby chaser. You ever watch that uh, Howard Stern? Yeah, he was banging fat girls. <laughs> that shit was amazing. Hey, I thick like girls are great. They are. I, hey, hey. I'm just saying, I think Vince kind of into that. He's like, mm, breast and He's also stuff. into incest. <laughs> He's also into midgets. <laughs> he might just be into buff dudes. That, too. And midgets. That too. Buff midgets? Midgets. Buff midgets. <laughs> just wait, that'll be a division. I'm just okay, but anyway, off this Our weird pitch. We need to find buff midgets, buff Vince. Buff midgets, Vince. We'll go well, buff bag well, uh Cowboys and Angels. He's like five five eight, I think. <laughs> yeah, honestly. We had Hornswoggle for the he, he longest was not time. fucking he buff. Was not He's bad. not buff. He but even I'm makes just a saying. joke, uh I lift cheeseburgers. <laughs> anyways, at the end of the day. I'm not saying that it's a case where it's racism, but we I'm saying proof, it's guys. 2018. I think there happens to be either more or an equal amount of black world champions in TNA. Technically. Than yeah. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. No, he's Samoan. He's not half black. Well, I'm not saying <laughs> we <laughs> we broke down all these. So Vince Rock is Samoan. Samoans. Oh yeah, yeah. Rock, the Rock and Roman Reigns and the uh, Spanish Italians. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Spanish Italians fuck me sideways. All right, so that's uh, that's all I'm saying. Speaking I'm of, not pointing this shit out. Speaking of Tyree Pride, you saw that tweet right? But his kid liking the video. Oh. <laughs> I speak Bahami and I love. I bet he left his ass off. He goes, just because you guys talked about my dad, I'm a new follower. <laughs> I know, dude. It was so fucking good. I saw that when you posted the fucking video. I was like, I was no like, fucking way. <laughs> I about shat a brick. I was like, we should just talk about everyone's dad. <laughs> Somebody will appreciate it. Talk about Tyree like, Pride. Right? The, the greatest Bahamas champion ever. <laughs> No, you know who I want to get? Brian fucking Donahue's kid. To <laughs> fucking like us. Your dad was amazing. You didn't about, see the match. I thought you were about to say Brian Pillman Jr. He's like, well, I'll tag him when I uh, upload that Pillman episode. Wait, I fucking followed that dude. I was <laughs> like, hell yeah, this dude's about to get big in fucking M- MLW. My thing with it is... And it's not like a fucking super big criticism, but it's kind of weird. Alright, so he's got this whole... Uh, the heart, the new Heart Foundation with yeah. Teddy and fucking... Harry. Yeah. No, not Owen and fucking Anvil. <laughs> Teddy Hart and fucking Harry Smith. And he's managing them as Brian Pillman Jr. Which he came out for that first MLW taping dressed as fucking crazy man Brian Pillman. If you listen to him talk, he sounds like the sweetest fucking dude on planet Earth. <laughs> like, he just sounds like the nicest dude you can talk to. Even when he's like, you think you're about to get like a really good, like, I'm here with Brian Pillman Jr., so tell me, Brian, how do you feel about your opponent? And then he gives you the look, and you think like, oh, this dude's about to get real fucking nuts. 
No, he's just like, well, I'm really happy to be here. My legacy is just, I want to make everyone proud. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? No, be a crazy person. Piss on somebody. Your dad did. Maybe. Bang Sonny. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the book. Did he pee on somebody? <laughs> the only, no, the only thing I'm going off of was ECW Arena. His oh, I had a I piss all over this. Re- I'm going to whip piss, out my Johnson. Johnson. So I know, uh, was it a girl freaked him out because she was into simulated rape? Yeah. And then come to find out, the problem wasn't that she's into simulated rape, it's the fact that Brian's into it and uh, <laughs> she likes it and she he only likes it when they're not into it. <laughs> This is that awesome. has to be a weird fetish. Like, I'm into rape, but not when you're into it. Like, <laughs> right. The two of you are kind of just weirded out by each other, even though you have the same kink. Yeah. Like, that's almost... Kink shaming is my kink. <laughs> that is your thing. Like, it's just so fucking weird. You have to be sitting there just like, are you in the knife Are you into this? Like, you're into this. This is weird. I'm done. I'm out. Consensual, not consensual. That's what it's called. Because right. rape is a really strong word. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Right. It's basically role-playing. So this Tuesday in Texas. <laughs> you, goddamn it! I forgot we had a whole show. Hold on. All right. But yeah, I don't understand why they didn't put Flair and Piper on the card. They should even well it's got they never time, did. So and it they, did exist. Yeah, they never did. They never put it on any pay per view. Yeah, you can only find it on like tapes. On tapes, yeah. On Coliseum. Right? Yeah, Coliseum and like house shows on the network. Yep. That's what they do. And it's kind of ridiculous. And I know it's a super really that was the time well that was the time where it wasn't all T V, it was all house show. That's where well, the, all yeah, the revenue. That's came what from. I mean, like the Coliseum home videos were literally, hey, here's dark matches we taped. Right, and around that period too, all title fucking switches, or a good majority of title switches, were on house shows. Oh yeah, rarely saw one on TV, if ever, or pay per view. All right, so unless it was a mania. Well, I mean, fuck. There's a title switch in this one. Mania would happen um, because before. Well, I'm talking about just title switch. (laughs) What? Well, before this point, the only pay per view where title switches would really happen is probably Mania or SummerSlam. Yeah. And it's rare because Survivor Series was all tag matches and then yep. Rumble was really focused on the Rumble except for maybe a couple of and the, the undercard. Yep. And the undercard titles. And it wasn't even the winner at that point just because until 92 you were basically just in a giant battle royal for no reason. Win, right. money. Win money. You weren't getting <laughs> guys, a title shot. Guys. Yeah, you weren't getting a title shot. You were just, okay, they didn't make that a thing until 93 when Yokes, when the Yokes won. Player mm, won in 90? No. Yeah, Player won in But it was for the title. So it opens with uh, Gene interviewing Taker and Paul after Survivor Series. This was a good interview. I oh, like this. One. I, I love Taker's talking point. It was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. So tell the story how Taker used to scare the piss out of you as a child. Let me explain <laughs> to you. A, story time with Joe. New segment, guys. A almost five-year-old boy, uh, at a live event, or not a live event, but a superstars taping. Because I was scared pissless of him to begin with. Like, he's just a tall, very pale, dead-looking motherfucker in all black who buries people. <laughs> and who you think kills. Like, you think he kills. Because his matches end with him dropping you on your dome piece. And you're not moving. Then he pulls out a body bag. And then he takes you to God knows wherever. And it was never anybody that you were like, not Tito. Not fucking Virgil. Like, it was jobbers, so you never saw that. Or at least you didn't think you ever saw them again. So I was like, this dude's just killing people. Is that legal? Is that wrestling? 
Like, I didn't think that was wrestling. And so as he starts, he just you know, kills that gimmick. Right. <laughs> what kills the gimmick? That he's killing jobbers? Well, I'm saying, like, no, the, jobber, the jobber, the jobber, whatever the jobber gimmick is for that person, he kills that gimmick and then they go yeah, backstage. They back. And then it's like, Dwayne you're Hill this comes person. Back as the Ninja Turtle. <laughs> he's like, I got this shit. Um, but no, like. You're Rainbow Brute. Oh, cool. Rainbow Brute. <laughs> That's not bad. I'm still that. Um, he, uh, yeah, so he would just drag these motherfuckers and take it. And then once he started going after guys that you were cheering for, and guys that I like, like dead. Warrior, Hogan, <laughs> everybody, like, I was like, he's gonna kill these people. There's gonna be no great wrestlers anymore. Seven year old. I'm kind of sad. Seven year old Joe's like, Bret Hart's dead. Are we making my na- are we making my age up like Terry Funk? Yeah. 102 year old Joe is crying. <laughs> Two year old Joe's crying because he couldn't get a cracker. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> crackers are delicious, dude. I just want one. Yeah, I want one. <laughs> he would scare the piss out of me. So, like, I remember at Superstar Saving, I was scared pissless when they did the uh, what do you call it? The funeral parlor because they would play the music over the fucking PA that whole time, and that shit scared the piss out of me. And I was just like. We go home. Like I don't like this right now. And they're like, "No, shh, you're fine." So sitting there watching, and I was like, "I don't know what's in that coffin. Someone's gonna be in that coffin." Because I think this was not long when that taping happened. That was um, that was not before Hogan. Right, it was before Hogan. I don't remember if he came out of the coffin at some point pre-Hogan uh, and Survivor Series. But I always thought that big ass. Thought that was coffin, a purple. Thought that was a purple thing. When he was in purple, when he came oh, I think he was still in gray by this time. No, because it was in. The, I know he's in gray, in but I'm funeral, just saying. Yeah, in the funeral parlor, they had a big giant wooden casket that stood up. Mm-hmm. There was an episode of the of Superstars where it was the um, funeral parlor, and Hogan and Flair are there because it was supposed to be Paul Bear interviewing Hogan. Flair comes out with the fucking big gold belt and says, "This is the real world title." Blah 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 blah, which is all way. going on at this. Yeah, which is all going on at this point in time. Um, so you think you're leading up to a Hogan Flair match? Well, this is right before Survivor Series, so Taker comes out of that giant wooden coffin and beats the piss out of Hogan, <laughs> and like rips the cross off and the shirt, and the guys oh, had to come in to stop Taker from dare he murdering him and shit like that. So this kind of shit like that pissed like scared the piss out of me because like this man's dead, and I already had like a fear of like people coming back to life. At that point. The zombie fear, yeah. Yeah, it was real, dude. Like, I still have that fear, dude. I'm afraid of zombies. I'm kind of over it now. I wish I was over it. I play saturated. So. I play zombie video games, but like nightmares about zombies scare the piss out of me. Right. I think mine is like the reverse thing now. Instead of people coming out of coffins, I'm afraid to get locked in one. <laughs> like that's always been a huge fear. So I hate coffins. That's the whole reason I think I hated Undertaker as a kid is I hate fucking coffins. Oh, yeah. can, you know, confined spaces. They'd so. be perfect for an Undertaker feud because everybody just so happens to be having afraid of caskets. Yeah, I would be like, I, uh, uh, I don't want to fight you. <laughs> nope. So yeah, no. So yeah, he scared me. Just be Nash and get pulled through the ring. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I don't know what's done there. It could be a tea party. <laughs> so uh, the opening contest, IC title, Brett defends against Skinner. This is super fucking awesome, Brett. So- Super good Brett, Intercontinental Brett, which is probably my favorite era of Brett. I do like. I really like his I like, first singles run at, before he wins the thing from Flair. The thing, yeah. the world title. Yeah, the title. Thing. 
Yeah, well, okay, this is John the period. Carpenter's this the is the, this yeah. is the period that I like. It too. morphs and takes over people. I'm, or, a, I'm a big fan of this bread too because it's from like not even I wouldn't even call it ninety or I wouldn't even call it intercontinental title bread. I would call it ninety one to ninety three bread. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, right yeah, his first world title is like he's taking on all comers. Yeah. He's not he's the defending champion. He's essentially a placeholder champion. Right. You but can you, make the argument for it. And you could tell, but at the same time, you were like, but he's really good for a placeholder champion. Like, we could do with him for a while. No shit. And like, then they're like, oh, Hogan's when, back. When mid-card, like, the mid-card was that's really when, thriving. That's when the IC title meant something. Right. So Skinner is a... Black mouth. Ugh. Redneck. Some bitch is uh, Steve Kern Steve Kurt, from yeah. Flor- from uh, his days were like championship wrestling from Florida. What tag team was he in? Uh, the Fantastics. Fantastic sounds about right. Right. Yeah, I know his biggest contribution was uh, when they relaunched championship wrestling from Florida as FCW for the developmental territory for WWE. That's mm-hmm. where like Daniel Bryan went through before coming up. That's where Seth Rollins, Sheamus, Sheamus. Ambrose. Rob and you gotta look up some of Ambrose's stuff in FCW. I love his stuff in FCW. He's got a feud with Regal. Regal, yep. Yeah, it's like, damn. Yeah, he that's some shit to look up. Because but, that was that borderline between what Dean Ambrose would become and what fucking John Moxley was. Oh yeah. And John Moxley was fucking amazing when he was doing John Moxley on the Indies. I got his two promos were great. Best of John Moxley and CCW. Um, are we doing trade fucking Weekend DVDs? No. Not oh, like, well, like, so you can borrow. borrow. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll trade you something I got, and you can fucking lend me He's that. He's got that Scott Hall DVD. I do. Anyways, yeah, the match. Um, the match. It was really fucking good. I mean, obviously, Steve Kern's got, you know, some experience with this <laughs> weird fucking game. He got to make look good. <laughs> right. Okay, well, do yourself a favor. Look up uh, a photo of the Fantastics on Google. You will most likely see two men with beards and dyed blonde hair in Speedos hanging out next to each other and that was a huge hit in oh, the Southern yeah. Territories. And then uh, I love so the whole uh, just ah that chew that chew yeah. mouth was gross. so gross. Yeah it's like I love Stan Hansen and then there was a bucket <sighs> there too. Right. I, I laughed too because when you fucking posted that thing on Twitter Stan oh, Hansen <laughs> that's what I was looking for. Get out of the locker room. Stan Hansen with fucking drools. That shit is so, so cool. read the caption. Read the caption. Jurassic Park. <laughs> if you look at it longer, it gets funnier. Oh my god, that's from what? <laughs> Super Brawl? Super Brawl, if not a Great American Bash. I can't remember. I, I swear think, to god, that's Super Brawl too. I think it is Super Brawl, yeah. It's or one. Uh, I think it's one. Yeah, uh, Fujinami Flair. Yep. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> so. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good match. Brett showing off his technical fucking wizard tree. And then, <laughs> it's bottom. You can't. If you stare at it longer, it gets funnier. <laughs> because you can hear the fucking just looks like, well, Yeah, you can. It's just a white guy in his underwear yelling at somebody. Is he yelling at Missy Hyatt? Yes, because Missy Hyatt tried to interview him on the showers. Godzilla noise. <laughs> so how about them cowboys? <laughs> I don't know. They were playing. Tonight. I don't know what happened. Oh, how about also, I'm going to stay in the shower. <laughs> oh my god. I just said, oh, y- y'all just got JBL in the shower with the cowboy hat and cowboy boots, and that's it. <laughs> with the bar soap in his hand, staring at Edge. 
Gone. That was weird. That's a story! <laughs> That's a story. JBL's a fucking weirdo, dude. He shows bars of soap up people's asses. I feel like... I feel like... I honestly, mean, it's... It's no weirder than Triple H, Triple H banging some mannequin in a coffin, but right, yeah, Bro, no. that's kayfabe. This is real life. No, if you want to go down a Triple H route, it's no weirder than Stephanie McMahon. Every time she's on TV, I was like, those tits are falling apart. Triple H is like getting bigger. <laughs> Triple H is like, I miss China. China's dead. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm telling you, watch, watch Jeez. the progress. Watch the progress. She knocks out three kids. All of a sudden, she's built like it. Like she's built like fucking Dean Ambrose. Well, that's a power bottom is Stephanie. Stephanie is a power. She probably she probably fucks him. <laughs> like, like that's a, that's a whole thing now too. Like I don't pegging. Know, I, Just, no, not is... pegging. It's literally girls will insert the dick and then they'll lift your legs up while like you're in missionary position. Any type of experience? No, no. This is like I shit you not. Look it up. On, look it up on X videos. Look it up on next video. I, I was just... I'm a porno like, guy. <laughs> I am too, but I'm just saying it was like the first video and I was like, I'm done. I'm done with the internet <laughs> It shot inward out the ass. But anyway. That's where I thought he was going with it was like, yeah, she just grabs her strap on and goes to town. Nope, just going like... <laughs> no, because I, I would have been whatever to that, like, that's a thing already. No, this blew my fucking mind. I was like, how is this a thing? How can you as a dude just be like, yep, this is cool. <laughs> Put my feet on your boobies. Like, you can't do that, dude. Anyways, speaking of missionary, Brett's got... <laughs> Brett does some cool technical the shit man fart. But the shit man fart. But the shit man fart has got Skinner in a compromising position. No, this is basically... This was basically Brett doing Brett, like, starting off hot at the beginning, looking great, doing some real fucking great... Chain wrestling, technical yep. fucking moves. Skinner gets the upper hand when they're on the outside. Yeah, gets the upper hand when they're on the outside, throws it back in, and starts taking over until Brett makes the comeback. And then, was it Brett's five moves to do? Of leg sweep? Mm, I don't know if elbow. he has that yet. Backbreaker? He does. He's been doing that for years. Well, I know that, but I don't know if he, he Did has that it in chained. That order. Yeah, because it goes those three moves and then the sharpshooter and then guy literally I mean goes, something to that I'm we done. don't have to go blow by blow yeah, yeah we ain't gotta do all that but yeah Brett throws him in the sharpshooter bitch taps out real quick okay. uh, and Brett wins Brett retains the inner also love that Skinner's finisher is a scorpion death drop <laughs> yeah he was busting out the fucking reverse DDT Dealing Sting's moves. Before, Sting didn't do Before Sting. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. I think there if I'm not mistaken I think there's a lap span episode where they talk about this Tuesday in Texas where they talk about how Steve Kern is actually a time traveler because he was busting out the Scorpion Death Drop and something the fuck else before anybody else was and they think he went back in time and went okay that's mine and then he came back and started using it hoping to get royalties just to be told fuck off yeah pretty much and hey before Sting it was fucking who Godwin was using it as a slop drop that's he Mr. Fantastic or whatever the fuck his name is excuse me Did he stretch all around Brett? Yeah. yeah. Skinner. Skinner. Uh, Skinner is the long lost cousin of Godwin. The Godwins. Maybe. (laughs) Fan theory. Either that or he's the dad. Find some back alley woods prostitute, bangs them, and then the Godwins come out and dump slop all over each other. I mean... Is they come out in ninety five, this is like ninety (laughs) one. I don't know how quick he's banging. The same age. 
Are they the clone troopers with the, the clones? H? Yeah, yeah. Acceleration. The clones. Okay, we'll just age him. He's a time traveler. He can exactly. He's just like, oh, you're fully grown. Here, come back like twenty years. You could be my partners, and then he gets fired. Yeah, or leaves. Whatever happens. I can't remember. Disappears. But yeah, stretches off screen. I don't know. Stretches off. So Brett retains, and yeah, it's a really good match. I liked it. It was quick and it wasn't too painful. Like they didn't go too long. I think they were right right amount of time for Brett versus a good opener, nobody. You know Always I mean? good time. And like you said, this is gonna be a fucking front loaded match quality wise mm-hmm. event. So, and it's really weird because we're used to shitty matches across the board. <laughs> right? No, we're used to like finding a gem in the middle somewhere and yep. then Diesel. Oh yeah, dude! You, your guys' <laughs> next in your house is good. Oh yeah, I'm excited, Brett. Oh, yeah. So, uh... Zach still exhales. I'm just like, <sighs> fucking in your house. Oh, it's gonna get better, buddy. <laughs> it's promise. gonna get better. We promise. We're gonna run into a couple bumps here and there, but it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay, big day. Because, what, we're in 95? 95 still. You're almost done. I've been in 95 for like eight years. <laughs> I had a kid I had a kid today in my chair with a, who was like not wanting a haircut. I was like, we're almost done. We're almost done. This dad kept kept making it worse, saying, "Oh, he's just about done." I was like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> <laughs> right? Give me a minute, dude. It's like, I still got to fucking blend it so that way it don't look like we just cut his hair and then there's a big line in between. <laughs> right? You're trying to be an, a negotiator and he's just coming in like a fucking rookie cop. And right. I'm like, it's almost done though. It's like, shut up, no, it's not. Oh, I will slap. He's you like, there. we're doing good cop, bad cop. Trust <laughs> me, not so a kid. Dude. It's gonna hey, you know what's funny? When I come in to get mine done again, I'm gonna That's do that. Joe. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna Are you that. almost done? I don't wanna be here. I don't wanna be here. <laughs> Shut up, I'll three suckers. Oh my god, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> Make oh, dude, three suckers was... and then you replace me to watch Thunder with that. <laughs> nothing was getting this kid to chill out. Us no suck like the suckers. He was getting a toy afterwards. No shit. And he was just not feeling it. For oh. a haircut? Yeah. Kids hate haircuts, dude. They're afraid of Not them. all kids. My nephew loves them. No, like, my sister, my nephews, they fucking despise oh, them as yeah. kids. They my, hated them. My nephew loves uh, haircuts, but he negotiates. He's, he's lazy. He goes, can we get it tomorrow? I go, yeah, and then when I ask you tomorrow, you'll, be, you'll say, can we get it tomorrow? <laughs> right, he's going to play that out until eventually he's just like, well, he's, my hair's long. He's a negotiator. He's like, uh, Uncle Uncle G, can I, if I stay over, can we get a toy? Can we get ice cream? I'll stay over. I won't cry. <laughs> He's trying to sell you on that point. He's like, like five. <laughs> he's trying to get you to like, I, I, I won't cry, bro. Give me that toy. He loves Casey's. He's like, can we go to Casey's for ice cream? And I was like, what about Dairy Ripple? No, Casey's. Casey's right. is pretty dope, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Salt pizza. I'm all about their pizza. Pizza delicious. Pizza's okay. And then you're just like. It shouldn't be this good for gas station. My bro- right, yeah, my good. my brothers constantly tell me go to keep, if you stop at Casey's, can you pick me up a Coke <laughs> from the fountain? <laughs> I was like, I think the McDonald's Coke is better, but hey, <laughs> whatever floats your boat, sir. McDonald's All right, and so uh, movie theaters have get Jake in a uh, Jake for... interview and yeah, it's fucking bone chilling. Yeah, <laughs> he's scary, dude. Whispers. This is just the build, man. Trust this me. Is, yeah. And I love this. I loved Heel Jake Roberts. Like, second heel coming of Heel Jake Roberts in WWF. Oh, yeah. This was great. The Trust Me fucking music was great. Because I love his music to begin with. I have a whole theory about what makes great entrance music for mm-hmm. anybody. 
Jake Roberts is up there, it's the drums. Mm. Listen to the original Jake Roberts theme. Snake, was it Snake Bite? Something like that. Something like that. Listen to it, and when those drums fucking crash in, amazing. Listen, yeah. Listen to uh, Vader. Vader. Listen to the Horseman's theme. The original horse, like from the drums are amazing, dude. Yeah, it's all about the drum beat. If you make amazing drums, you have an amazing theme song. This was cool because he had. Unless you're Bret Hart. And you have a guitar his, solo. Yeah, his had amazing drum beat. Yeah, dun 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 dun. I think if anything, somebody needs to talk to those boys at uh at fucking at the old E that are writing the music since it's not Jim Johnson. I'll see you, foe. Yeah, someone needs to talk to him. Be like, hey, step your fucking drum game up, all right? Find it's weak. Find a SoundCloud rapper. Get some beats. Please no. Please no. <laughs> I hope. Hey, speaking of that, I hope another SoundCloud rapper uh, appreciates our show and oh. knows that we have amazing raps and we should fucking. Oh yeah, the fucking spam. Them. Yeah, we collab with them. Ugh. We might. So, um, yeah, no, this is this is amazing, Jake Roberts, right here. And oh yeah. The whole build-up to that, Nobody we could go into, we don't have to. Uh, I could just do it in a short. So, Taker and Warrior Puting, uh, back and forth kind of thing. Uh, Taker locks Warrior into a casket, he turns into a zombie man, and he's afraid of Taker, and he's afraid of coffins. So Jake Roberts is like, well, you gotta go, and you gotta embrace death. And this dark- is I don't know Warrior's why got a bob cut. Why like are you obsessed girl. with his looks? Because! Why are you so fucking... Was this my that boy? time, or was it... Um, I swear to God, it's the bob cut. What do you mean? When he came back? Yeah, the bob cut was... It's when he came back in 92. Okay, I was about to say... I swear to God. He still had the fucking... This is an main? every episode yeah. thing with you. Your memory is just amazing. Shit. Yeah, because I drink too much. Yes, it, merges, of, it merges memories. Your memory of what Ultimate Warrior looked like or was wearing. That's what I did. That was, <laughs> that's a, that that's was how the whole I... thing about Warrior was his look. Right, but I can have like eight. I can have eight different Ultimate Warrior action figures and not feel bad about it. Because <laughs> right. it's like different editions. Different looks. Different types, exactly. Different hair. Yeah, no, he didn't come out with the bob cut until uh, 92. Yeah, but... So... Yeah. But, uh... Flabby warrior. Yeah, so he gets locked in the coffin, tries to fight Taker, or, you know, wants to fight Taker, but he's yeah. scared of him. He's a scared. He's and, scared. And, uh... Scared. Jake Roberts basically becomes his mentor and says, you gotta fucking embrace death. You gotta now, embrace this. when you watch these segments, close your eyes. You'll yeah. have fun. You'll have fun. <laughs> they sound very homoerotic. Yeah. Realist, yeah, you just listen to the audio. Just turn your, put it up on YouTube. Turn your phone. Don't look at it, and just listen to Jake go. And then you gotta get deep in there as he's carrying him in a fucking pit. But he sounds like someone else's power bottoming. And then uh, is that the theme? It's it is the theme of podcast. Um, and so essentially, what it comes down to is the last challenge that he has for him is to go into literally like a dungeon or somebody's yeah. basement. <laughs> and go into this room full of snakes to open up a, a little baby coffin. Late Dusty Roads from WCW's dungeon. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, and so he walks over and flips open that coffin, and there's a goddamn what was it, a cobra? Something like that. There's like a cobra in there, bites his the face. shit out of him, he faints, <laughs> takers there, and then Jake tells him, You trust me. <laughs> You're stupid <laughs> because dumb. I'm a snake man. So I bite you. Steps out, taking out, out the earth beneath his feet, the very same dirt 
Okay, he set it up. He walks in on water. Trust me. <laughs> no, we're watching it. But Jake was great because he just whispers so you have to like sit there and concentrate. Right, and his words were amazing. Stealing that from somebody, I don't remember who said it. He's like, ah! Oh! I hear you. Crack the shell, brother. Crack the shell, brother. You have to insert this into the. <laughs> Hopefully, that microphone's pretty good. Hopefully, it just oh, picks up the hot <laughs> coat. <laughs> won't have to do much. Oh my god, I can't get over Crack the Shell, brother. What are you pointing at? The laptop screen to see if it picks it up. It probably picked up the shell, bro. That's Crack all I get. <laughs> That'll be the name of our show. Crack the shell, Crack the shell brother. <laughs> Crack the shell. Oh Tuesday night. <laughs> Tuesday in July. And then Crack the, the, the shell. Crack the, the shell, shell, brother. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, so Jake Roberts is a very brilliant snake man, and he's brilliant. And he's got this fucking amazing promo <laughs> going in. And not the Crack the Shell brother. <laughs> <laughs> he's basically letting he's basically letting Randy know more bad shit's gonna happen to you because at this point it was a taping was Randy wasn't back yet right he wasn't wrestling correct? no yeah cause he was he wasn't instated he was uh, retired he was after retired, seven yeah. so he was in the ring after Jake was in a match I don't remember who it was I think it was a superstars thing Mm. Like a taping, it might have been a job, or who the fuck knows. And Randy got sick of it because he was about to grab the snake with the cobra, or the bag with the cobra in it, and about to get this fucking dude bit the fuck up. Yeah. So Randy was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna watch." If I'm not mistaken, it's either that or he was fighting somebody. Like something happened. Jake uh, was calling him out, and like, Randy, yeah, okay, he yeah, got, he got him pissed. He got him pissed. He comes out, and then he beats the shit out of Randy, ties Randy into the ropes, and then has this cobra bite him, bite him, which took for. Ever to do. Dude. Backstory. Uh, they pitched this idea to Randy. Can and you say no? He was yeah, paranoid. Fuck. He was like, uh, if we're going to do this, <laughs> I want to sleep bite you first. <laughs> I want... Because Randy thought they were going to kill him. Yeah. Jake was going to kill him to get his spot. That's how paranoid these wrestlers were. That's how paranoid Savage was. So... Literally, Jake in the back has to let this cobra thing chomp onto him. Mm-hmm. Takes it out. So later, do the segment, they bite Randy. Later that night, the blood, it, the both their blood, got uh, both their blood is in its thing is in this thing's uh, belly, belly stream, blo- its own bloodstream right. mixed with these two. So it poisons it and kills it. Because <laughs> you can only imagine the amount. Of cocaine and booze <laughs> running through and coffee. That. Poor fucking who's drinking? That's what the cocaine's for. Savage, <laughs> savage is doing oh, both cocaine and coffee. We're in the line, chugging a coffee. Cup of coffee. That sounds like something we do. It would. Hey, so I just. Because there's an interview with Warrior about it. He's like, "Yeah, Savage was all hyped up on cocaine and coffee." Yeah, coffee. I was hyped He's up on the coffee. Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> You know 
uh, essentially, it's just going to be a whole show that we're talking about with cocaine, cocaine and coffee. and poison snakes. <laughs> <laughs> power bombs. <laughs> but not power bombs. No. Power bottoms. Power bottoms. <laughs> I think it's power bombs. No, power, power bottoms. bottoms. That might as well be the picture of Ryan <laughs> King Snort Line. With an insert of Jay playing Crack the Shell, brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Oh just God. Macho Man and f- where the lines are. You can still see the lines, and then Jake the Snake and Macho Man just on see, the front. Now that we cut the first half off the shell pods, my big fear is filling time. <laughs> you guys, it's easy. It's easy as shit. This is an under two hour show. We're going to go more than two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, here. He pretty much that's his promo is him essentially just telling Randy it's not done. And then like, it's about to get worse <laughs> than you think. And then Randy comes in for his interview and Jake not even out yet. Randy goes in for his interview and he's standing there and I noted out loud while we were watching how many ostriches it get. Randy Savage had to kill for that giant fucking feather on his hat. Because that thing was huge and it oh, looked shit. like a lot. And it literally looked like he jumped into a closet full of fabrics and was just like, "Hey, guess what? This is what I'm wearing today." <laughs> he, he went to the bird. He went to uh, the set of the Bird Cage with Robin Williams. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he just ran into a closet. Day, he just went to Miami. I want a figure of it, but I know that hat is going to be a pain in the it's ass. It's never going to fit on the shelf. Yeah, it's going to be like an open shelf. <laughs> You'll just have to have him like on the top of the shelf. <laughs> Jeez. So there's no. There's yeah, it's gonna be its own stand. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just up there. I guess what's gonna happen? The cats over everyone. One of the cats are gonna go ooh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> knock it down. <laughs> and so like, where's this hat? And I see the fucking cat playing with it. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Greg wakes up. Shit. What are you? Oh shit! Cat's <laughs> just like. Dude, I'm waiting to wake up. I'm waiting for him to wake up because I didn't install that shelf on the wall properly. So if any sort of weight gets on it, it it's will fall. Yeah. So I'm waiting for a cat to get ballsy and put his paw on it and then <laughs> Due time. Actually, that's what happened to my fucking shit right there. I had to put this on before before we move. I had to reinstall that fucking molding right there because not Puma but Sadie I think put her paw up there and completely ate shit and fell down. <laughs> and I was like, "What are you doing?" And she's just like, "Meow, meow." <laughs> she didn't have a goddamn clue what was happening. She's like, "I hate this dumbass." So, I love cats. I do too. I've gotten used to them. Uh, but yeah, no. So, and then we fast forward to the end of the pay per view with Hulk Hogan and Undertaker because there's nothing else to talk about. Hold on, we had a match. <laughs> So Jake comes out. Shut the fuck up. Jake comes out and he's doing the whole snake fucking business. And here comes Randy barreling down to beat the piss out of him. Like jumps him from behind in mid entrance, which is great. You know what I mean? You don't see that often. At that point in time. Yeah, at that point in time, you didn't see that often. And he pretty much just takes the whole match beating the shit out of Jake. How long was it? Like five minutes? Six. Yeah, it couldn't have been any longer than six. It was like five, six minutes. It essentially ends with Randy hitting the elbow, one, two, three. All that happens. Realistically, with this whole storyline, the matches ain't shit. It's everything that happened after this. Mm-hmm. Because then Randy's trying to get him back up to keep continuously beat the shit out of him, and people are stopping him. Liz is trying to stop him. Refs are trying to stop him. Jake gets the upper hand. DDTs. And here's where, and I know this is 
pretty much old school fucking mentality yeah. and stuff. The DDT, when Jake Roberts hit you with the DDT, is the most devastating done. looking fucking finisher of all time. You like, nobody done. should do it anymore because it looks so good when Jake does it and everyone else makes it look like piss. Oh, yeah, hey, when he's still, like, well, that raw old school when he hit it, it still looks great. It still looks great, yeah. It's like him and Arn Anderson's DDT. Arn, I love Arn Anderson's DDT. He just, boom, he hits it out of nowhere. It's quick. I liked, I liked, I liked Jake's. Arn's was good, but I hated the fact that I, it probably was more Sting than anybody else, because Sting did the same shit with Jake. You flat bump, you never roll. Yeah. It looks better when it's a fat or a fat a, a flat fat, fat bump <laughs> a face down flat bump instead of the fucking rollover. It looks like crap if it's a rollover. Right. Rock did an okay. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, his was but like, it wasn't a finisher. Or was it a mediocre thing? It was, wasn't know. a finisher. That's well, it was five moves of doom, I would assume. Yeah, it was the fucking... The, I like the rolling... Or not the rolling DDT, but the fucking... Rolling Kronghold. The float over DDT was amazing when Rock did it, but again, wasn't a finisher. Yeah. When it comes to the finishers, for Jake. me, honestly, it goes Jake, Raven, Arn. Yeah, that's true. Raven had about that. a really good even flow. Especially if he did it with the right guys, his mm. even flow DDT was amazing. Gangrel had a solid one. I liked, well, yeah, because it was the first time I ever saw a fucking uh, Impaler. Right. What I called it was mm. an Impaler. So, uh, great match. What, three DDTs on fucking Saturday. Randy? He fucking slaps Liz. And he slaps Liz because Liz <laughs> is standing there and he's building that shit up. And people are like, he's not going to do it. He might do it. He and then he fucking, fucking did, did it. <laughs> and he sold that shit. Like, she sold it terribly. He did it so good to the point where it was just... Like, oh, it was the safest slap I've ever seen. Yeah, she, to the point where she didn't know he touched, and he, she was like, oh, I'm a wizard. <laughs> like, she bathed Like, what the fuck? Like, no, if you legit got hit in the face by Jake Roberts, slap or no fucking slap, you're gonna fucking die. Like, Do you probably want to die. fucking slap? <laughs> yeah, to make it kind of sad, though, because uh, I guess, like, uh, after that angle, Liz's family were kind of down on Mach. After that, yeah, it's true. It's like it's just wrestling, guys. <laughs> it's he literally just crazy. It was the cheek. safest slap ever, right? But at the same time, this is you know. I watched New Japan. They slapped the shit out of each other. <laughs> this was like he literally stomps his foot he and just his foot. and the camera looks and the camera is just trying. Right, and he just, well, it was like this. From it was side. like this. Yeah. Well, Gentle I mean, beard. it's filmed from this side, so you don't. You have see soft it. beard. I love it. <laughs> oh, you need to feel mine. I shampoo and condition. No, don't touch me. <laughs> you know how many people touch my beard every day? Probably a lot. Yeah. It's a fucking fluffy beard. Alright, so, that happens, and then you're pretty much building to a pointless fucking match at That's what Saturday, Saturday Night's match. main event, oh, okay, where guys. it's Jake, it's Randy, Randy fucking beats him. Again. Then it's over. Then that's done. And then it turns into Jake Taker, so Jake can go bye-bye and go to WCW, and give Sting shitty DDTs. Like, shitty-looking DDTs. Because oh, yeah. Because he was always a roller. He was never a fat, fat face bump. <laughs> he, was never a fat, he was never a fat, fat your face. flat face bumper. So, anyways, do we even want to talk about the Fast match? forward. That's what I was saying. Um, Fast forward to the main event. Yes, because there's an interview with Savage after where it's like, oh, Savage. Oh, yeah. Do we even want to talk about the fucking tag team but, match, though? But, uh, I don't That's know. Horrible. What about Bulldog Warlord? <laughs> oh, shit, I forgot about Whoa. Bulldog Warlord. Well, there's a reason. <laughs> All right, okay, it's basically the rematch of Mania 7? Yes. And it was actually good. That one was better. This one was, uh, it was like, was it, was the, the, the long-ass yeah. cuddle. It was yeah. basically like if they tried to do a highlighted version of WrestleMania 7, this was it. 
Yeah. And then the monsters were like the best part of it. They were. <laughs> they were sleeping through most of it. They were like, we don't remember the seven match, but here's what we woke up <laughs> between. Yep, and Bulldog <laughs> goes over again. Yeah, well, thanks. And they, what were they gonna do with him then? You know what I mean? It was what? what? It oh, well, it was almost ninety-two. It took. Yeah, it was almost. Well, almost a year before Wimbledy. Wimbledy. Wimbledon. Wembley. Wembley. <laughs> You're still not right. <laughs> before Wembley Stadium. Where he beats Brett. I'm the only legit one drinking. What the hell is your guys' I'm tired, bitch. I have not slept a lot. Okay, so. The Macho Man interview. Macho Man interview was so good. Oh, yeah. He he was blaming himself for everything. Bleeding. He's my fault. He punched himself and he busted himself open. Yeah. I was like, dude. Because I remember seeing that during the interview. I was like, he didn't juice in that match. Like, what the fuck? There was no gigging. There was no gigging. He punched himself because... Macho Man coked out and fucking on coffee. He's a great fucking promo. Cream of the crop, guys. Cream of the fucking crop. There was cream coming down his face. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds wrong. Cream. <laughs> so yeah, we get uh we get that little bad boy. You know, it's pretty uh that was a great interview I did like that interview. Then we get a nothing tag match. Fast God, forward. I'm just, not even in the mood to talk forward. about. Yeah, that's why I'm just saying match. we're just touching. Yeah. Okay, well let's well let's go with. Quick storyline. It's basically Virgil, DiBiase, still fucking fighting over the... I was a slave. Wow. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. what it was. Well, this, you gotta think about it. This is from Rumble. It was a different time. Right. Rumble Rumble of 91. Same fucking thing. You look like Jason Momoa. I know. <laughs> I know. Holy shit. <laughs> that's what the other Greg said when he met me. He was like, you look like Aquaman. I was like, thanks. I guess... Did he try to kiss you? Because Greg likes to do that the first time he meets you. No. You didn't. Yeah. He likes to do that. Not the was he boss drinking? man. Was he drinking? You were on the porch with me. Where was I? Yeah, it's that night me, you, Greg, and Emmy all hung out, and he had uh, cake holes. Or oh, whatever. the cake holes. Okay, yeah, because you didn't stay longer after he started drinking. He would have kissed you in the mouth. He does that with everyone. When he gets drunk, he kisses people in the mouth. Oh. No matter what gender, he's just like, I am like, And I'm like, he did it to fucking... Who the fuck did he do it to? He did it to a giant black man at the bar once during his birthday. He's just like, hi, I'm great. And just laid it. And I was like, we are all going to die. I do not know him. And we were fine. If anything, that guy's his best friend now, probably. He's probably laughing his ass off going, what the fuck? He's like, I like this guy. My favorite story is the Thea story, but that's that's not going to be on here. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, throwaway tag match after fucking a year of fighting with each other. They now import fucking Repo Man (laughs) and El Matador for a tag match because why the fuck Tito Santana didn't have anything better to do. It was stupid. DiBiase and fucking Repo Man win. Ta-da. Get a Hulk Hogan interview. (laughs) Let me tell you Yeah, brother! You done took my championship, brother. That's pretty much all it is. Yeah. Bro- brother Jack, dude, brother brings up Ric Flair. <laughs> brother. And if you think you're the brother. real world champion, yeah. every other brother word is brother. Is brother. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And so yeah, does the interview talks about how he's gonna brother on Taker's face, and then he's gonna brother <laughs> Ric Flair's butt, and then he's gonna brother on Jack Tunney's titties, and they're. <laughs> <laughs> you know for a fact he had titties too. Yeah, that old, those old ass, those old ass moves. Speaking of Hogan, so there was a thing on 
Facebook. I don't remember where the fuck I found it. But the NWO was returning for this this gig somewhere. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah that, that it was a segment. 16 second promo, and fucking Hulk Hogan is wearing goddamn Gucci glasses. <laughs> Those sunglasses were ridiculous. <laughs> it's funny because as you talk about a Hogan video you saw on YouTube, I also saw a Hogan video on YouTube. It's called Hulk Hogan's Greatest Racist Moments. <laughs> Where he calls Yokozuna the jailer. He says Jew somewhere. Oh brother! During an NWO thing, he called somebody something. I don't remember, but it was like really fucking bad against the Jewish people. And then obviously the gutter shit. Just every time. You gotta remember, Terry Bollea does not have a ten-inch penis. Hulk Hogan has a penis. Terry Bollea actually has no. And that motherfucker wore goddamn bandana in court. He did. He's literally the only person on planet Earth who can wear a bandana to everything. Like he's never learned. I should just shave this. No, it's a part of the look. I think Randy Savage would look great with a shaved head. I think so too, especially in his later years. Instead of his like uh, his uh, fried flat iron hair, because dude, he takes a flat iron to that hair. Yeah. I just looking at it, I was like, takes a fat iron to that. Yeah. Hair. <laughs> it does. It takes a fat. Oh, and he doesn't comb it. He just fucking. Right. Well, okay, imagine Done. this. Imagine this. Like, late... Not late. Uh, early 2000s. Um, Savage. Where he's built, and he's wearing, like, the fucking... Bonesaw! Yeah, Bonesaw <laughs> Savage. Like, in WCW. If he would have shaved his head as buff as he was looking at that point in time, like, be a man Hogan fucking <laughs> Savage, if he shaved his head, he would have looked badass. Oh, yeah. Old man Savage looks cool. I did dig the fuck out of Old Man Savage. Santa. Santa Savage. <laughs> yeah, if he didn't pass away, I wish they would have done something with him. You know what I mean? I mean like yeah, like yeah, TNA? No. <laughs> right. No. Well, no, not matches. Like, bring him in for something. Commentary. You know what I mean? Old school Raw or something. Yeah. Right. Old school Raw commentary, maybe? No. I would see it as, like, just come in for little shots for, like, yeah. know, talk to one of the guys. Slim like, gems. Right. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That's, that's wrong. What am I doing? Okay. <laughs> Ooh, Cinderella's here. Why are you stealing my look? <laughs> he would have had a field day with Elias. <laughs> oh my god, he would have shit all over him. Well, you got a better elbow drop. Yeah, you dirty. Yeah. <laughs> You're a doppelganger. <laughs> yeah, he is a fucking doppelganger. Wrestle, doesn't wrestle like him. You're a macho like man him. with a guitar. It's basically what he is. That's why he used the fucking flying elbow in his early days of T or not TNA, NXT. Oh. He used the flying elbow as his finish and then somebody was probably like, no. <laughs> Stop. Didn't he approve of the I don't remember the wrestler's name, but uh, he was... No. I didn't know that was a wrestler. It is a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Pillman's last gimmick that he learned it. Shoot. So simulated rape is the name. No, it was a, a African American dude, oh, and me. he was doing a skit in TNA. And Not he was, feeling? I don't know. What what it looked like? It was ma- no, he was doing a Macho Fucking Man impression. Oh, Jay Lethal. Okay, Black yeah, Machismo. Black Machismo. Yeah, R O H World Champion. Jay yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, do someone you, did a Macho Man. Do you run. even watch wrestling? No. Are you a wrestling? Current day, no. Why? I mean, I don't a lot either, but sometimes <laughs> I do. Like NXT, when we're done. I'm I used to watch sure. big shows, yeah. Yeah, I, that's all I watch anymore. I'll watch, and not even all the WWE shit. I don't even try to do that, but if it's NXT, I'll watch it. If it's that's not true. If Joe wants it. to torture himself, he'll watch a uh, I know, I'm going to be diving into DDT this October. 
boy. <laughs> that's oh. that's a world, Zach. You're, you'd have a ball. <laughs> the tr- wrestling on a train, wrestling in a campsite. <laughs> Uh, the hotel, there was a hotel they were going to tear down, so Kota Ibushi runs around this hotel wrestling people. It's like a video game, that where he, he, he picks up a key and goes into another hotel room on, on, the, on the next floor up. <laughs> and there's a hole in the floor, and he jumps through the hole. <laughs> I'll probably, uh, maybe, maybe one day I'll, we'll come over and we'll watch it together. <laughs> it's, a whole fucking field record day, a show. Yeah. it's called Kota Ibushi Apartment Wrestling or something, it's... It's <laughs> this is gonna turn him around. Actually, you're gonna he's gonna start watching. He's like, I fucking love DDT. <laughs> this is the only wrestling I watch. Where Dan Shoko Dino, you'll love because he's literally a guy coming out to uh, dun 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 dun. dun. He's coming around in the crowd kissing guys. The, well, you love it. They have to have a disclaimer that they, they, the Japanese are like, they're plants, like, right? No, no. That's what they have to get a disclaimer. The guy's like, look, uh, Denshi Godino's about to make a uh, entrance. If he, if you are a male, he may kiss you. So if you would like to uh, go out for a moment, go ahead now before he comes out. Yeah, he may kiss you on the mouth. <laughs> oh, and dude, he fucking Frenches. He's bad. I feel like, and I feel like for some of them too, they're like. No, this will be an honor. <laughs> <laughs> He's famous. Oh, yeah. I'll let it go. <coughs> so anyway. I feel like, yeah, that, the reason that you're into that, you're a star fucker. Like, <laughs> sex is a star fucker. He's just like, I'll do it for the fame. Alright. So, yes, we get... Hulk Hogan, Taker. Hulk Hogan, Taker. Taker comes out first. That kind of pissed me off. As champ, he comes out first. Horseshit. Yeah. Fucking Hogan. Brother. And, and just I'm white. Hulk Hogan, brother. And fucking Taker's wife. What's that? Not that he's white, but, like, they should be, like... Where the hell is this going? <laughs> I don't know, honestly. I'm tired. But anyway... Are you trying to set up white versus tan right now? No, I'm... <laughs> Beach tan? Right? I wonder if that's the thing. I wonder if that's why Hogan thought he dragged red bombs and stuff. It's because he's a hot dog man. He's not even white. He's brown. Bro. He's a brown. He's like a Mexican. I thought for years he was Mexican. <laughs> I thought he was the first blonde Mexican. No! Yeah! Californian white man. He's a California Flor- Floridian white man. Floridian. With a He's that hand. old guy on the corner of the street that mows his lawn for like six hours because he can't move past like two steps and then has to take a break. So tell and me how like, he's not Mexican. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Tell me how he's not brown. Well, right. that's different because they finished the lawn in the two minutes. Hogan finishes inside <laughs> in two minutes. Because <laughs> you're a power <laughs> Anyway, so this is the rematch from Survivor Series. They just get Taker, worse, guys. <laughs> where Taker beat him for the WWF title with help from Ric Flair. The Nature Boy. Which, in Hogan's book, claims, and everyone between Flair, Taker, Vince, other people who have ever been asked about it, uh, Hogan made the claim, in, if I'm not mistaken, in his book, where he said that he, Taker fucked his neck up. It, the Survivor Series taking that tombstone on the chair. If you watch that Survivor Series match, where <laughs> Taker tombstones him on the chair, we'll get we'll John Madden the shit out of this. I've never seen <laughs> that much space between a person's head and a chair and this the mat and steel chair <laughs> taking a tombstone. I've seen Kane legitimately look like he got dropped on his head. Oh yeah, but this nine fucking feet <laughs> between floor and dude's head. There's no way. Taker was upset. I don't think he found out until like years later he was worked by Hogan. Yeah. Yeah, so, which after that, Taker's like, okay, fuck you too. Right, and I'm wondering if it's around the time when Hogan made the comeback 
Um, that sounds about right. That's what we found out. Because then, the, why do you think Taker got the fucking the rematch or you know the match at uh, Judgment Day where he took the title off Hogan? Oh, it's a terrible a match. Shit show. Yeah. yeah. See, this was fun. At least it's fun. Eighties wrestling. That one's mm. just. Right, and that card wasn't bad. That was the only shit about it was the That's fact... when Hogan was a closet shit bag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's where Taker almost seemed like he didn't care. Because the that title run, he see that he faced Hogan, wins the title from Hogan, and then goes to King of the Ring, defends against Triple H in a shit match, in a real shit match. I didn't know that would happen. Yeah, at King of the Ring, it was Taker versus Triple H for the undisputed title, and then you get the awesome Jeff Hardy ladder match on Raw. Yes, that happens, and this then he drops it in the amazing Triple Threat um, match at Vengeance. Right? Yeah, this is so this American, is Taker like evil. I'm not wearing it's shit. Big evil, big evil, short hair, bandana, all that bullshit. And this is when and yeah, he started transitioning from like fat lazy guy who didn't <laughs> do much, and then after that ladder match and Triple Threat, started having really good fucking matches. Then he transitioned to doing shit with, with Brock. Oh, yeah. So, anyways... Jack uh, Tunney's ringside, by the way. Yeah, to and keep an eye on things so there's no chicanery with Ric Flair. Jack Tunney is fucking useless. <laughs> Jack Tunney is basically an appendix. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> you don't need that. It doesn't need to be in you. Nope. It doesn't need to be in you, and it's Why just... Why did you say You have to that? get him <laughs> surgically removed. Do you think that's what his wife thinks? Jack doesn't need to be in me. <laughs> Dude, you need to look up the countdown, and I think they're talking about, like, authority figures or something. They just bury Jack Tony. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the only reason they do that, it could be a written thing, they ended on bad terms. Yeah, because he was uh, gambling money. Yeah. Money. He was, like, the Canadian... Uh, Promoter or Promoter, something. yeah, for WWE. And he come to find out he was gambling fucking company money. Well, here's the thing, and here's the sad part, because guys have left or gotten fired over worse, and yeah. still kind of, you know, came back. bridge and shit. Not came back, but you like, you yeah. remend the bridge and shit, and you're still on good terms. When he died, nobody showed up from WWF. Not a person showed up at his funeral. Jeez. People who knew the man, so either either hated the motherfucker or they really didn't know him all that well. You know what I mean? Or he was just told like, "Don't go, don't go, <laughs> don't go." That's awful. If that, that was is. the case. That is. It's like one of those like, damn, like that's fucked up. Chris Benoit probably had people go to his fucking funeral, <laughs> but nobody went to Jack Tunney's. He did way worse things. <laughs> Fuck me sideways. Crack the shell, brother. <laughs> <laughs> So it was, uh, like you said, it was a fun match. <laughs> it was a fun match. Um, take your choke spots. Basically, it. take your choke spots. He he ate shit in the ropes. Yeah, Zach made me replay it so he could see it again. He's like, I replayed it when I first saw it. Well, yeah. I was like, what the fuck happened? And I replayed it. He fucking ate shit. He ate shit yeah. on the ropes. He, and the, I don't know if you mistimed the grab or what the hell happened. At least it's not as bad as that one gif I tagged you guys in the guy keeping his arms he's, closed. He skipped rope day. skipped rope day. I, I was just laughing harder and harder watching it. I was showing people and they're just giving me a weird look. I was like, dude. You didn't skip rope day. You didn't skip rope day. <laughs> dude, if you do, I've seen people like put their arm out, and I didn't realize how important that was because like they put it through, it's like boom. Yeah. <laughs> I that... see fat man fall through ropes doing that. <laughs> right. Okay. Because like legit, anytime I was ever in a ring, that was why you did. Like it was just out of necessity because if you didn't grab that rope when you were coming in, you were gonna fall. You were gonna <laughs> fucking slip through them sons of bitches. 
and you were gonna die. He just looked like this potato man keeping his arms. <laughs> like he looked scared to be a wrestler. <laughs> he didn't want to be a wrestler. Like he changed his. Did mind. they? Did he they even tell him it was it was fake? <laughs> but you guys gotta see fucking Savio Vega tries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that the DT Ron Simmons? Yeah. <laughs> It's not a DDT, it's a tricky neckbreaker. He could have fucked himself up doing that. Yeah. Going the opposite way. It's almost like it's almost as bad as watching Taker try to take an RKO. He always takes it like a neckbreaker. I she see, turns. I see, I see Donald tweet. I see Donald tweet that he goes, Ron, you had one job. What the fuck? <laughs> one job, Ron. He goes, of all the people I'd, I'd see fuck this up, it wouldn't have been Ron. Yeah, honestly, he... Drinking was heavy that day. Like he was just like, nope, I'm done. Damn. Oh. Anyways, so yeah, jokes, joke spots. Uh, Hogan, fucking build up, come up. Let's do this, bro. You forgot about Hogan's fluff or fucking Excuse kerfuffle. Me? What do you do? Run to the. <laughs> he throws. He throws Taker into the corner after Taker biffs it on the ropes, and then goes. Taker puts his boot up, and then Hogan like. Holds his boot to his face for like a second and bends backwards yeah, for like right in the boot. <laughs> and sends himself to nap time. He was like, "It's sleeping time, guys." Fucking hey, yeah, that happened. You were paying attention more than ever. I laughed because um, I was like, "Wait, were there two biffs right in the same shit?" Yeah. So we get clusterfuck come towards the end because Ric Flair makes his way down. Correctly, mm-hmm. then correctly correct. Uh, Rick Flair tries to come down. Did he have the Rick chair? Rick Flair correctly comes down to the I ring. think he grabbed the chair because, like, Hogan, the, Hogan ends up grabbing a chair and hitting Flair in the back, and Flair falls on Tony. Yeah, and Flair falls on Tony, who was there to fucking be a sheriff? I don't know what he was there for. <laughs> Terrible fucking sheriff. Yeah, because he fucking. Uh, Hogan, so, spoiler alert Hogan wins via shenanigans, yeah. and he doesn't do anything! He doesn't do anything. Yeah, okay. Ashes to the eyes because Paul Bear's on the thing to, what was he going to fucking throw? Something like that. Gets punched, drops the urn, Hogan picks it up because you know Hogan doesn't, you may get one on him, but you ain't going to be over all that long because he's going to get it right the fuck back get as soon back, as brother. possible. And in seven years he'll burn his eyebrow off. <laughs> fucking, he wanted to get him in by 95, 96. They go, hey, yo, uh, yo, yo. They, instead of Nat, we shouldn't get Nash and Hall, we should get Yoko and Warrior. Yeah. I was like, why? Oh, to get your win back, huh? <laughs> yeah, to get his win back because they Dumb. wanted Warrior to come back to help. That's how we got the Renegade. <laughs> but what? So he wants his win against Yoko back, but he beat Yoko in like 45 seconds. Right, right, but, but then. Yoko got the last win. Yeah, King of the Ring. And he never got that back. How bike. petty do you have to fucking be? <laughs> Because if you You're look tied. at it, honestly, if you look at it, who, the only person I can honestly sit here and think of that legit has never been pinned by Hogan is Sting. Am I not wrong? Or am I wrong? Because if you look back at the history, they've had a couple Nitro matches while Hogan was still a goodie. Hmm, no, I don't think he's pinned them. And then you see Star. Okay, technically, what about yes, Rock? he did at Starcade. I'll go with that. Oh, that was a. But that whole clusterfuck because then Sting gets the win back with the Scorpion, Super Brawl, gets the win via spray can, and then that whole '99 run where Sting was trying to be a fucking bad guy, and then beats him then, and then beats him in 2012, 
Yeah, with TNA. With TNA or Eleven or whatever. Ego TNA. TNA. <laughs> so I don't think legitimately there is an actual. The only pinfall that they have is Starcade, which they didn't count because Nick Patrick is a moron. And oh, Nick Patrick's the shittiest referee ever. He fucking is. <laughs> yeah, he caresses the mat. <laughs> so fucking shitty. <laughs> well, Should we talk to fucking Jody Hamilton and be uh, like, put that back in your dick, guys? <laughs> that one was a mistake. <laughs> I love watching. I love watching the super shows on New Japan World and seeing Nick Patrick in a fucking New Japan ring. Oh my god! It's like, oh my god! Was it heel? Was it heel, Nick Patrick? No, was this was like ninety ninety ninety. Oh, yeah. I was hoping that it was shitty heel. NWO Nick Patrick looking like Kenny Powers with the fucking <laughs> mustache and the curly fro. Yeah, the mullet. And the cut-off shirt going, yeah, let's do it. Oh, uh, he was gonna, he was gonna touch somebody. He was gonna touch somebody. <laughs> Remember him in the ski mask? Oh. Now that one, he looked like he was gonna touch somebody. <laughs> Nick Patrick equals touch somebody. <laughs> so, yeah. That's his theme music when Ashes comes to out. Ashes <laughs> Can't uh, touch this. Touch can't touch this. Uh, ashes to the face. Hogan roll up in the shittiest roll up I've ever seen in my entire life. One, two, three, and your new WWF champion. Can we talk about how fucked up that is, kayfabe wise? He he grabbed a dead person's ashes <laughs> without thinking. Can we talk about this kayfabe wise on how many urns and how much shit can you fit in said urn? Did Paul Bear have? You know what I mean? Or did he fit in there? There's ashes. There's lights. There's fucking smoke. The man has a lot of crap in there. He keeps his uh he keep, he keeps his uh petty cash in there. Petty cash, <laughs> I can see that. Undertaker's soul, obviously. Right. Well, that's what they always talked about. But he is his soul ashes. Can you do that? No. Although that'd be kind of cool. Like Undertaker, like story wise, Undertaker's actual body is in there, and then the Undertaker is just. Like a manifestation zombie. Thing. They did a SmackDown versus Raw angle, and it was six where Eddie Guerrero steals his urn and like controls, it. controls yeah. Taker. Wasn't that the original gimmick though? When he Undertaker first came on, was Paul Bearer had yeah, the right, urn, so the urn, he would be his hitman. Right, and then they steal, and then of course during your guys' run, his urn keeps getting fucking stolen. Right. <laughs> okay, because yeah, that was that wasn't the original thing. Because it was basically if somebody stole the urn, he wasn't being controlled by them. He would lose his powers. Basically, he would lose his strength. He's not going to sit up as quick. Right, but that's basically a playoff of 1994, 2004, where Paul Heyman, as SmackDown GM, steals the urn from Paul Bear and starts controlling Taker to try to beat up whoever. And then Someone they remembered them. that in continuity. They're like, hey, Undertaker is controlled by the urn, so we're going to take this. Let's put this in the video. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to seal it. Seal Paul Baron. If we're going to go in the case of like Undertaker in video games, the best fucking storyline that they had for Undertaker was in 2011. SmackDown vs. Raw, uh, 2011. Where you're running around with the ghost of Paul Bearer, and yep. Kane is... And Kane is helping you, and you have a battle royal with druids, and your TV gets all fucked up at once <laughs> time. That legitimately frightened me at one point, because I was playing it at night, and it was like... <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, My like, PS2 is dying. That's PS3, daddy. Yeah, then you also have... Uh, 2000, 2009 with Zombie Finley and Zombie Santino. Oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> Yes, the new school, Boogeyman, Santino, and Finley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing says, remember that legendary mania match between the Boogeyman and Undertaker and Hell in a Cell? Uh, <laughs> I 
play it Such a in my downtime. Guys. Okay. I'm like, hey, let's watch this. <laughs> Alright, well, that's the review, gentlemen. Um, after, obviously, after this happens, we get uh, Rumble 92, where the man finally gets the gold. With a tear in my eye. The greatest moment of my life. Like, he's so <laughs> fucking... He loved that moment. I still don't get why Vince hates that promo. That's the best promo I think Ric Flair's ever got. And he fucking hated it. It blows my... That man's stupid. He's a stupid, stupid man. He's a stupid, him. stupid Anyway, Anyways, plugs, boys. <laughs> Do the plugs. <laughs> all right. You want to go first? You want to go first? Professor, since you're the guest, you can go first. Okay. Because you got all the long ones. Yeah, you can listen to uh, other, sh- other shows on the Shell Shark Network, such as... Uh, this, the Shell Pod, the Throat Punch and Lombax, and um, Wrestle Weekly. And uh, if you want to follow us at ShellShockNet for any uh, network news, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Shell Pod, and twitch.tv slash ShellShockNetwork. Watch that shit. Oh, yes. You can find me at NOIR1930 on Twitter. Hashtag don't at me. Wow. You're pretty cool. Really. Well, you're I have 10 followers, so. I have more followers than you? I'm kind of. They're all bots. Honestly. <laughs> and porn stars. It's porn fine. St- they don't follow me. <laughs> I love that tweet. I get someone who takes so much dick. He's so stupid. <laughs> That's a real tweet. I was so pissed. I literally stopped following this chick. I'm not going to say who because of the fact, like, it was a porn chick, and I stopped following her on Twitter because all she did was bitch. About coffee. No, it's about like general life shit. Like, and today I was so pissed out because I didn't get my coffee. Starbucks. What the fuck is this? Starbucks didn't get my latte right. No, I'm not even kidding. There's a video that she posted on her Twitter of her and another porn lady (laughs) at a Starbucks, and somebody cut in front of them, and this bitch gets out of her car to yell at the guy who cut in front of her. Like, in his face, at his window, and spit on his window. Oh! And I was like, what the fuck? Wait, and then she just starts shit-talking all this, and I was like, I'm done. You're not... Your titties aren't that great. I am out. There's no point in this. I hate this. For real, though, that hashtag, (laughs) how can you be so pissed off for somebody who takes dick that much? You shouldn't. Anyways, you can follow me and all my porn shenanigans (laughs) at fucking Joe underscore D-I-Y-H, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, it is Joe underscore DIYH. On the Twitter, and um, yeah, you're listening to uh, Drunk in Your House. And uh, oh, also, we might as well break the news. Um, we're not 100% sure yet when, but coming in September, we will be putting up uh, the first video of our new YouTube show. Are we doing a Twitch for it and then putting it on YouTube, or are we just doing YouTube? Twitch is for the other thing. We're doing Twitch for the other thing. Exclusively. Yes. Okay. You'll see the new YouTube video, uh, Two Drunks Rebook, and uh, it's basically us in September sometime. It's us basically doing simulations and rebooking old school matches and events on Fire Pro Wrestling. And getting drunk. As usual. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. You guys take it easy, and uh, hopefully... Undertaker won't come to your room at night and steal you and put you in a body bag. So, crack the show, brother. That's a new outro. Yes, it is.